tell you. All right, baby. Yo, 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 it's your boy Joe, one half of the Co-Pilots Podcast. And today, man, we shooting episode 38, Co-Pilots Podcast. We on the night. Unfortunately, my co-host Greg couldn't be in today. You know, he usually go to the coach, coach you do the most. Whatever it is, we got you covered. So I'm going to do his part tonight. But we got some people filling in tonight. We got my boy Duval D in the building tonight. And we got my boy King Shaq in the building tonight. And we're going to do We just going to get right into it tonight. And y'all see what I above you right here. Y'all see Kansas City Chiefs, 49ers. And we want to talk about the keys to success for this game, man. So I'm going to start it off with you, D, man. Uh, go ahead. Give me your keys to success for this game and, uh, between the 49ers and the, uh, the Chiefs. Keys to success, to me, running the ball, man. Running that ball, man. You can't you can't control the line of scrimmage. You already know what it is. Game one, football one, the line of scrimmage. You already know how it goes. <clears throat> okay. So I'm gonna start with some of my keys to success. I think one of the keys is you got we got to see the matchup between Chris Jones and that boy uh Trent Williams. You know, those two guys, man, two are the top of their positions. Chris Jones, you can say probably a top five DN, and your boy Trent Williams. I think he's probably one of more of the better defensive uh, t- uh one of the better tackles in the league man he just like Debo man so we're gonna see who's gonna win that battle I think that's gonna be key in this game another uh key to victory is Nick Bolton and George Kittles who's gonna win those matchups because you you already know Steve Spagnuolo he's gonna get matched up with him sometime and we're gonna see who's gonna get on top of those I mean both of those guys are both playing at a high level in their positions so Let's see what happens there. And also, uh, my last one is Purdy and the Kansas City defense. We know Steve Spagnola, man. This guy's probably one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. You could put him up there with the guys like Dick LeBeau from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Steve Spagnola is one of those type yeah. of guys. So you know he's going to scheme up something very well for um, – for Purdy, can Purdy uh, actually handle that that pressure too? Because if you look at uh, the games that he's played in, man, against a a pub above five hundred teams, man, division leaders, he struggled. So yeah, he did. Uh, those are my three keys to victory. Uh, Shaq, man, I'm gonna pass it to you, man. What you got? Man, I say with Kansas City, man, play play mistake free. Wide receivers keep catching that ball. Um, I say that the the biggest piece of their success is Kelsey. If Kelsey don't get off, that offense not getting off because that offense starts and moves with Kelsey first. So Kelsey got to go out there have a good game, and Kansas City just keep playing good defense because they they their defense been keeping them in a lot of games. Um, so as long as they do that them things, run that ball a little bit, Kelsey get off and keep playing defense, and then Kansas City gonna win the game. As far as the Forty ers like you said, Brock Purdy, he got to handle that blitz, man. When you got that blitz, so you're going against a good defense, you got to look at your check down. Sometimes throw to your check down routes or just throw the ball away. You know what I mean? Don't don't throw no picks. Don't try to force it. Just be a game manager, not try to be a game changer. You know, um, and the 49ers, their defense, we've been seeing their defense looking pedestrian at times, um, especially when they went against the Green Bay Packers. How the way the Packers were able to come down and move that ball. So their defense got to stay locked in. Fred Warner got to keep those guys in, in place. And uh, it, it's they'll, they'll have that win if they do all those things. So All right. AD, yeah. man, 
So uh, you said control the line of scrimmage, man. Um, and when you say control the line of scrimmage, I know it's running the ball. But with that, I want to ask you, what what numbers do you think McCaffrey he's going to need? You think he need to go over 100 yards against this uh, Chiefs defense? To me, he's going to have to get at least 80. He, I'm talking about got to get at least 80, bro. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree, man. You're going to need you're gonna need that against uh, Pat Mahomes, man, because if this guy, if man, he's going, the ball, man. They're going to have to put it in uh, pretty hands, you know, and I don't know how – I don't know about that now. If you <laughs> – you know, I don't see him being no Tom Brady can put the whole game on his shoulders. You feel me? So – Okay. Yeah. But you – I feel like this though too, man. You got a lot of people, and since we're talking about Purdy, and we we talked about this on the channel earlier this week, uh, Purdy, do you do? And I'm gonna ask both of you guys the floor for either one of you guys who can answer this. Uh, do you feel like Purdy has answered the critics? Do you feel like he's proven the naysayers wrong when they say he's a game manager? Uh, I definitely feel like he do. I, I feel I'm not even a 49ers fan. You got to give a man credit, man. You know, all that Mr. Irrelevant stuff, man. That man, man uh, to me, he showed, he showed, you know what I'm saying, he can be a game manager. I think he really a little bit more than that. But, you know, that's just me, though. I feel Yeah. What about you, Shaq? Man, I would say, I would say no, because when you if you if anybody go and reference the Cam Newton podcast when he broke down the two types of quarterbacks. Purdy, Purdy, Dak, um, Tua, those are all like game managers. Those are guys you just that just going with the game plan of that day. When you start getting quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, these are gay these are guys that changes the game because they changes how the way this defense is gonna come out here and play the game because they know that these guys are superstar generational talent type of guy. I feel like Purdy just thriving in the system. Somewhat similar to uh, how Alabama quarterbacks been with Nick Saban. As you see, Alabama is not known for throwing out no good quarterbacks in the draft. It's just Jalen Hurts and Tua and Mac Jones to a degree with just the only exceptions. But look how long uh, Nick Saban been at Alabama and look how many quarterbacks that came out of Alabama that actually done something in the league besides the three. Well, really two out of the three I just named that's really making noise in the league. And they're not making a lot of noise in the league because, as you see, these past couple of seasons, they haven't really had that superstar caliber uh, type of season. So I feel like Purdy, man, I feel like Purdy answered the call as if you're talking about is he a good quarterback in the league? Yes, I believe he's a good quarterback in the league. I, I believe he's not a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback. You definitely got to take account for him because he's smart. He knows where to go with the ball. Yeah. Just manage the game. Like, just like Brady. Like Brady said in one of his uh, notes, he was like, I never threw to wide receivers in the middle of the field because of Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard him say that. That's, that's IQ. Brady has IQ. He never had Patrick Mahomes talent. He can't just throw a no-look pass. He never had Josh Allen arm or run the ability. He never had Lamar Jackson speed, but Brady knew Brady knew the game. He, and he knew how to manage the game based off the IQ. So I, I believe Purdy is more on that type of level. And as long as Purdy keep doing that, Man, he's going to be eventually be an elite quarterback. I believe if he win the Super Bowl, I would consider Purdy an elite quarterback. Definitely. Yeah. So you, you saying things, who D? Yeah. Yeah. Because really, he already, to me, he more than, I think he, he, he better than a game manager. Bro, you're not finna win. It's hard to win in the, in the NFL, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they went on the three game losing streak, bro. Who didn't? 
You know what I'm saying? Who 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 ain't losing no games? You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, they were saying Kansas City wasn't going to even make it to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, stuff, right. you know, this game could change from week to week, bro. The man is a good quarterback. He better than good, bro. I done yeah. seen the man stand under pressure, bro. You know what I'm saying? And put the ball where it need to be. And that's all you got to do, bro. So, and I, like I, I said, I ain't even no 49ers fan. Right. Yeah. I feel I think for me, I'm, I agree with both of what y'all both saying. But I kind of feel like, you know, in a sense of why a lot of people give Purdy a hard time because we know what type of, like, the weapons that he got, you know, when we look at some of the guys that, that when we say, okay, damn, like, like Josh Allen, right? You take, you know, even when Stephon Diggs, and Stephon Diggs had a pretty solid, had an okay season this year, but right. he was able to still, you know, spread that thing around, get guys open and, Use tight end, Dalton Knox, and those guys like whatever, and make it. And you can see the quarterbacking. When you look at Purdy, it's just like he's just so just okay. I'm gonna get it to my guys in space, like a Brandon Ayuk or a Debo Samuels, and I'm gonna just let them do what they do. They get a lot of yak yards, mm-hmm. but I think everybody want to see him have that you know one why game. Get a lot of yak yards though, right? I ain't why? Yards. No, go ahead, go ahead, go he ahead, got, go he ahead. Got, he got, he got, he got a beautiful front line. You know, if Trevor Lawrence was standing behind that line, good God almighty. Oh, for But we can get him behind that line right there. Yeah. Telling you, man. It'd be crazy. It'd be it'll be dope. But yeah, I, I I I agree, man. You know, he you know, he has all the things in place. But I'm a, I'm gonna say right now, he's more of a like you said, he's he's better than the game manager. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, I agree with you. I agree with y'all. I, I do. I just think that he, as a passer, that's my only knock on him is as a passer. I think that he's not as gifted as a passer as some of your your starting quarterbacks. I say, if you ask me, Purdy probably got probably one of the more weaker arms as of the what of the starting yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, 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 do y'all, do y'all, can y'all agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I say, uh. To add kind of what you were saying, um, I would say when you was like, hey, he got the weapons he got, I think a lot of the reason why a lot of people give him a hard time because we know who running the offense. Like, Kyle Shanahan is running the offense. So you as a quarterback is not going to have to think much because he already got the answer to the test. You just got to you just got to circle the right one. He tell you the answer to D, you circle D. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you roll with it. Versus some of the other quarterbacks we talk about, like a uh, Pat. Now Patrick Mahomes have Andy Reid too, but we see what Patrick Mahomes doing though. That's that's the thing. We see the physical attributes this man has brought to the game. I mean, you you just can't count the man out. I mean, the man is out there playing on on a broken ankle and all that good stuff, and still throwing that thing down the field. Or oh, this man is he looking people off and throwing it the other way without even looking that way. So it's just it's just crazy. Or oh, he's doing like the little baseball type of catches when they yeah. you know whipping it out from the side of the arm like that. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. He doing and it's accurate. Like it's coming yeah. out accurate. Yeah, exactly. as yeah. He threw it over his shoulder. Like yeah. So it's like Purdy. We ain't haven't seen flashes like that from Purdy, but we seen you thrive in Kyle Shanahan's system, and that's why I brought up the Alabama reference because a lot for and I'm an Alabama fan, but a lot of people. A lot of other people who's fans of LSU and all of that, they used to always say, man, Alabama, y'all putting a quarterback. Because we, our quarterbacks just thrive in the next saving system, which is we're going to have an all-star defense. We're going to have an A-plus offensive line. 
the best running backs in the country, quarterback, you ain't got to do nothing but hand that ball off and then throw from time to time to play action. So I think if Purdy come out, give us about 300 yards with two t- two or three touchdowns, he going to silence everybody, including myself, because I'll be giving him a hard time too. It's like, man, I haven't seen Purdy do Purdy things. Like I see him do the Kyle Shanahan things, like what Kyle Shanahan wants him to do. So Yeah. Base yeah. offense type stuff, yeah. Yeah, the base offense type of stuff. And it works, you know. Yeah, but yeah it worked. It worked. We want to see him go win it. Like, how Patrick Mahomes went and won it last game, we want to see you come out and win this game, man. Like, Yeah, because Patrick Mahomes, he can break your defense down with all that, you know, sidestepping stuff. And you know what I'm saying? That right there, it don't matter how good your defense is. If he doing all this here, sidestep, stepping up, you know, throwing, you know, no looking, all this, this breaking your defense down, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, he'll break yeah. the defense down. So, yeah, I see. So we gonna uh, slant wait since you were talking about uh, uh, bets earlier. Uh, I think you were saying you say bets. Uh, well, you were saying something about gambling. So, um, we I use Thrive Fantasy, but I know other people use like Prize Picks. They might use uh, DraftKings, whatever. So the system that I use is pretty simple. Thrive is over under. So. All we're going to do is I'm going to name out some names, and then you guys can join in as well of some sure picks that you guys think that you, you, you'll go, you, go with for this Super Bowl. Okay. Try to get it. So, so uh, the first one I got I got uh, is Brandon Ayu, um going over 63.5 yards. What y'all think? Receiving? Receive that's me, up. That's a good one, huh? I think he'll do it. Yeah, I, I think he he, he probably will do it. But they gonna they gonna key in on Debo Samuel, bro. Yeah, yeah, but they gonna like Debo ass up. Yeah, they so, yeah they gonna try to key in on him. So yeah, I can see him going over that. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next one I got is uh uh Rasheed Rice getting a touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah I can for see, sure. I can see oh, that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, All that. right. Um, Harrison Butler. Um, going over 5.5 points. That's, That's a kick. kicker. That's a kicker, right? Yeah. Mm, I can see that. I can see that. I can see it. I can see that. Yeah. I can see him. Yeah, I, I would see it too, man. I'm gonna say because uh mm-hmm. if you think about it, man. Uh, Kansas City been struggling in, in the red zone, man. All year, man. It seems like they get in the red zone and they be kicking field goals. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I think you I like that point. one. Right? I yeah. think he, he get, yeah. I like and then that. the last one I got is uh, Brock Purdy. Um, I, I, I pick, I say going under 245 passing yards. Mm. I, and now hear me out here. I know y'all probably like, man, what the hell? I did some research on this right now. I did some uh, research. So I went back. I looked at all the uh, the last, like, eight to nine games the Kansas City Defense Chiefs played. They've only had three quarterbacks throw for over 200 yards in that stretch. And one of them was a damn backup. So one of them was a backup, and I think the other one, the, and two of them was was Josh Allen 
and uh and damn uh Lamar Jackson. Okay. So I'm like, you know, this Kansas City defense is a, is a, is a lot better than a lot of people think, man. That's why I'm like, I don't know, if, I can't see if Brock Purdy throw for more than two. I think he might throw for like two twenty, maybe one ninety. Yeah, I, I would think like about two twenty, two thirty. Yeah, man. I don't know if he's gonna get that two forty five. Spaz yeah, defense, you already know what they. Spaz gonna heat him up. He gonna yeah. heat him up. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and I think you know with that, I think that kind of Shanahan is going to be like, all right, he's going to be more reluctant to kind of say, all right, get the ball out, get the ball out a lot faster. So he's not going to have a lot of time to get those ball downfield. He's going to have to rely on the short intermediate game. Yeah, he don't game. get no yak yards after that. Now, you know, with that short stuff, man, ain't, no, ain't yeah. a lot of yak yards neither. So, Yeah, okay. and that's the thing, though, too. Yeah. We can't see the defense, and, and I don't know, and I'm going to throw this out here, too, and we kind of trying to say it, wait, no. But I want to ask you guys something, though, man. Do you feel like this year defenses this year missed a lot of tackles? Like, like it was like a lot of poor tackling. Like watching some of the games, man. I don't know if y'all be watching to that to that to that degree of level. Yeah. But I was just like in a lot of games, bro. It was just like just bad. I mean, I know Jacksonville, boy, boy we had so many damn missed tackles. Watching yeah. us play, boy, that's like frustrating as hell. So then you look around the league, man, and you just see some of the same thing. And it's just like I just think some of the developmental and the principles of of football is starting to kind of like get faded away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think I think so, bro. I think because me, I'm a Steelers fan, so I feel like man, at our defense, as I reflect on our defense, we kind of got together a little later in the season, but it is like man. I agree with you. It was a lot of missed tackles. Like, Pat P, yeah, Pat P out there on the island. Yeah, he was getting that work. He was getting that work. Like, it was Brandon IU put work on him week one. So, I don't know what was going on this year, but it was a lot of missed tackles, man. And I, I think that all goes back to coaching. I, I feel like coaching is not evolving as the game is evolving. That's why I feel like this game is an offensive game now. Instead of a defensive game like it used to be. It used to be both. It used to be some of both. Like, you had to come with both. But now it's like you get a good offense, and it's like to hell with the defense. So, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a reflection of coaching, and I feel like everybody who's not in the who, – who didn't make the playoffs and stuff like that, we need to reflect on coaching on that defensive side, man, because we got to get some stuff together. Not only uh, missed tackles, but some people had missed assignments. People just coming wide open, like – if you ain't cover four, how somebody get down the field wide open for a streak, like a go route? Like, right. come on, bro. Like, what what is going on? Like, communication ain't matching up somewhere. So, thoughts on that, D? Yeah, I'm right there with him, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I I know. I only reason why I threw that question out there, man, because like. Sometimes, I guess, as a fan, man, you get so frustrated. No, I think all of us can play football at a certain level, right? Yeah, definitely. So it's like, you be like, damn, like, damn, that's like, that's like middle school, pop one type fundamental shit that they be fucking up on. And you'll be like, dog, come on now. You a paid athlete. I know better as a person. I ain't even playing at that level, but you should know better. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I threw that out, though. But we're going yeah. we to move right along, man to uh, our next topic of the night.
And we're going to go to some questions from the chat. So one of the questions that was thrown from the chat earlier this earlier today, and I'm going to put this up there, man. And um, I want to know what y'all thoughts, man. We're going to get deep on this one. So let me find it here. I get the picture. Let me go right here. No, not hmm. Somebody having fun with the baby. Oh man, so I'm trying to get. I'm trying to find my little overlay thing, man, so I can show y'all what I was talking about. Is it kid? Right. All right, there you go. I got it. I got it. I found it. All right, here it go. So y'all see what's on the screen? Okay, yeah. So I don't know if y'all can read that or not, but uh, this is one of the questions that was posed in one of the groups. And uh, I don't know if y'all can read that about the commanders. They're letting, uh, they, they're letting go uh, Barrett Bellamy, and they're going to hire Chris Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator. Mm. So... That's what some. That's what one of the guys in the group said. Why they keep doing this to to Eric Bellamy? And this is what I said. Mm. And I want you guys to know y'all thoughts on it. Give me one second. Can you mute? Can you mute this other? Uh... Oh, this one right here. Yeah, I got mute that one. I've been trying to remove that shit from the screen. Let me see. Let me move it. Let me let me just kick kick the kick the speaker. Yeah. Oh, that was your boy with the baby and everything. Yeah, man, it was all it was it was it was in it was in the screen still. I it was still yeah, that what that was. So okay. we good now. Okay. So that was uh the question that was posed, and I responded to it like this right here. So like that, this is right here. All right, so that's how I responded right there. So that was my response, and this is some of the uh, some of the other stuff. I'm not sure if y'all can read that or not. Say so he kind of, he kind of, I say he kind of shot himself in the foot. The the offense did not look good, did not look the same without Andy Reid. And then somebody else said you can say the same thing about the Kansas City offense based off the against their offense. Mm-hmm. And then let me move that. Let me move that right there. That right there. And then I responded with, you know, you already know how, how. And then they said, and I said, um, you know, I agree, but you know the system, what goes for black coaches. And he said, you already know it's fucked up. And then somebody else had comment. So that was something that we, we had in the chat. Uh, what's your thoughts, guys? You go ahead. Whoever want to start. You say commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I think um, <clears throat> it was a good hike. From what they had. I like Cliff Kingsbury. You know, he uh when he first got that with Arizona, bro, they wasn't they wasn't really their offense wasn't really hitting on nothing like that, bro. So he he did do some changing when he was in Arizona now. It wasn't just like he was no you know what I'm saying? When they had that real good season, 
You know, that that was Cliff Kingsbury, bro. So, yeah, to me, that's a good hype. I mean, it's a solid hype. Put it like that, then. Yeah, I, I agree, too. We're talking about the commanders now. <laughs> yeah, right, I, I I agree with yeah. I agree with Duval D on this man. Like that was a good hire. Um, yeah. If if I was uh if I was Quinn, if I was Coach Quinn, I would do the same thing because here's here's one thing that we're not bringing up. We're just seeing black and white, but we're not bringing up how these guys are affecting the locker room. Kind of remember Joe, me and you kind of had talked about uh quarterback for the Steelers, and you was like Russell Wilson. I'm like, nah, hell no, nah. give me Kirk Cousins because. You haven't heard Kirk Cousins like Washington Redskins, well, the Commanders, or you know, with the Vikings. You haven't heard the locker room having negative feedback towards Kirk Cousins, but you heard that with Seattle with Russell Wilson. You hear it with uh and Denver with with Russell Wilson. He nah, man. I need a guy that my guys don't want to gobble around, and I feel like Cliff Kingsbury is that guy because there's been a lot of reports from players themselves saying that Eric Eric is. He's a great offensive mind. We're not taking away from his IQ of the game and him being a, in a good co- coordinator. But at the same time, the players got to believe in you and they got to relate yeah. to you. And you got to have some type of rapport with these guys. And he don't have that because he's so old school. Bill Belichick. Why you think Bill Belichick ain't got a job? Yeah. So, so not that only he can't develop. Don't work, yeah, yeah, the old school stuff don't work because the game has changed. Because yeah, now there's different personalities you know, running the game like down Tom back Kaufman. then. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. Tom Cobb. So you gotta have that that person who can be that bridge between the head coach and and the players and the coordinator is supposed to be that guy. You know, uh how you think uh Bill Belichick survived so, so long in New England. It wasn't Bill the whole time. It now you see it was Tom. Tom was being that guy because he technically was the offense coordinator, you know, aside for who they had uh was it Mike? Was it uh, Mike McDaniels? Mike McDaniels, yeah. And he was exactly. good, too. But Tom Brady was the one making them check downs and making them audibles at the line and all yeah, that, yeah, keeping yeah, those yeah. guys on the same yeah. page. I mean, so so you got to have – and Cliff, Cliff it was a great coordinator. It just – he wasn't a great head coach. Yeah. So you have those guys who's great coordinators, and they need to stay there. But – why you think Cliff Kingsbury went for another head coaching job or whatnot? He didn't even went to the interview because he realized, like, you know what? I'm not. That ain't where I need to be. I need to be down here coordinating these guys. And and like he, uh, like Duval said, man, uh, they had a great offense. Like he he went in Arizona and, and turned that thing around, even though he had Colin Murray, like he over, over there playing backyard football. But yeah. it was working. Like he created yeah. a system that worked. So. What they record won that year? How many? How many? They had. They had. They won like ten games. Double digit winning. Yeah, I'm not saying double digit winning. Yeah, they won ten games that year. I believe ten or eleven games. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah, it probably was, and it was eleven. You right, you right. It was eleven, but like, I agree okay. with both of y'all, man, because you can't look at race. You gotta look at the 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 actual position, and like you said, man, Chris Cliff Kingsbury is good height. And I think what a lot of people get wrapped up in was is Eric Benamy. He helped win those Super Bowls with Kansas City. But the thing about it is, bro, you shot yourself in the foot when you left. When you went and said, you know what, I can do it on my own. I can do this shit without any Reed. Now you put the target on your back. Now everybody wanted to see you without Andy Reed, and you failed. So everybody looking at you like, hey, bro, bro, that shit Andy Reed system. That's they ain't you, cause. 
when you was by yourself, you couldn't get the offense going. And so I think if if Andy, if Eric Bellamy would have had, say for instance, the Redskins had the same record, but they had a top 10, top five offense, I think they would be like, all right, Eric Bellamy, you're gonna stay ahead, you're gonna be the assistant. They would have kept him, they would he would have kept his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I am saying what, what if Eric Bieniemy would have stayed in KC though? Would, would they be would they be scoring more points than they is now? No, I don't think they would. And no. here's why. I don't think they why. <laughs> I don't think they would. Here's no. why. Because they let go Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And the first year, it, the first year, the first year, it, 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 they was able to get by. Second year, Kadavius Tony play had played a good playoff run. This year. I don't think I don't know, man. That you look at like, like you gotta have some receivers in that offense. You gotta have some bona fide ca- pass catchers in that offense. You can't just keep relying on Travis Kelsey. I, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying. But like, you know, Mahomes, man, he get it done. But I just think that he they won't they won't put up those type of points without they don't have the talent they usually had. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In addition to that, I would say. Uh... We being honest, it was all Andy Reid's offense. I mean, we all Andy Reid is known for being an offensive yeah. line guru. Yeah. So Eric, Eric is just he's an extension of that because he sat behind. Eric is your modern day. Uh, what's my man, the coach for the um, the Georgia Bulldogs head coach? You talking about uh, Kirby um, Smart? Kirby Smart. Yeah, he's Kirby Smart. He Andy Reid was Nick Saban. He was Kirby Smart. So it was all Saban. It was all Saban offense or whatever. It was all Saban system. It is you sat there and you learned it. And then you was you helped perfected it while I was over there in Kansas City. But then you try to take that and go to Washington. It's like, nah, man. Hey. <laughs> nah, well, that was the wrong move. You know, you yeah, gotta look yeah. at that too yeah. now. You need the personnel. Need the he person- probably can do it. You ain't got the personnel, bro. You you don't even got a chance. Like you yeah, got a lot of potential guys over there. Oh, uh, you got them two wide receivers, man, and that running back Terry Robinson. Terry. Yeah, yeah uh, Terry, Terry McLaren, and then the other one they got over there was yeah, it Dotson? Dotson. Yeah. yeah, you got good potentials. Yeah, but they don't have no line, offense, yeah, nor yeah. defense. They ain't got no defense. So yeah. it's like they traded one they, of their good, their top defensive uh, linemen to Forty uh, ers Yeah, so it's like um, you, yeah. you, you went to a bad. You went to a bad situation and you was trying to be a hero and it didn't happen. So it was like that's that's why I agree with you, Joe. You was like, man, he shot himself. He did. If if that was me, I would have went somewhere like the Chargers or somewhere somewhere where talent is established. They just need somebody to guide them in the right direction. But it's just like, man, he yeah, he messed up. And then Kansas City, they just dropping that ball. That's really was the, the only issue this season is dropping the ball. Yeah, they caught those passes. They be scoring a lot of points. Yeah, I yeah, they need pass catchers, man. I think, and I and I hope they don't go make a run at Calvin Ridley. They've been lately taking a lot of a lot of Jaguar players, man. I don't need no. We need him. So, who they gonna give though? Because y'all gonna ask a lot for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, we'll see that though. But, that, but quick, quick offseason talk. So, so I'm gonna let you talk about your Steelers, and I'm gonna let you talk about the Jazz real quick. So, hold, hold quick offseason talk. Question. Go ahead, go ahead. Before we leave out that note. Trade if Kansas City want to trade from y'all, what would be what would be that? What, how would that offer look like? What, what would y'all want? 
to my a trade for uh for who? Cavalier. They want Cavalier. <laughs> what do y'all want? We don't we don't want we don't want shit <laughs> in the city got for Calvin Ridley, dog. We want to keep him at we all costs, like bro. Yeah. We don't want him, dog. We don't we don't need nothing from y'all, dog. Like, mm-hmm. but if, I'm gonna entertain this answer though. Only because we just talking hypothetical, because I know this shit ain't gonna happen. It better not happen. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if we was to entertain a trade with Kansas City, I would say, I would say we gotta get we gotta get somebody off that defense. Give me Nick Bolton. I want Nick Bolton. All right. I want Nick Bolton. I want their best defensive player, y'all, because that dude right there, he be flying around the field, man. And yeah, that's somebody who I would be like, all right, because now I know I get this guy on my side of the field, he going to make my defense better. You get what I'm saying? So I got to have a playmaker at that, at that elk. You can't give me no draft picks. I don't want them because I know what yeah, Trent Bolton no. going to do with him. He ain't yeah. going to do it, but fuck up the draft picks. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Let me just – let me get something. Let me get that. That's it. We was – Entertaining a pick with the Kansas City Chiefs for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, you go out, give me Nick Bolton. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, you know but hey, but Duval D. Before we get into our NBA talking, this gonna be we gonna close out um close out the NBA. I mean uh the NFL quick offseason tape. What's the most glaring need we need on this team, D? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a uh, hey, you know me, man. I stick to the basics. What's what's gonna really take you over the hump, man? Like I, I'm gonna keep on going. I played the guy, I played all the way from little league to semi pro, man. And I know what it takes, bro. We got the quarterback, bro. You ain't going nowhere without a line, bro. On both sides, <laughs> I'm gonna stay going with that. Hey, That's I take I take facts. a top I take a elite. Uh, lineman over your boy Bolton. That's just me. Bro. I think over your boy Bolton. Ask your boy what he do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, you yeah. can't win, bro. I don't yeah, care how good Bolton is, bro. If you do not have a, a, a elite line, bro, on both sides of the ball, ain't nothing you can do, bro. I don't Man. care how good the skill players is, bro. You got yeah, to, bro. You gonna only win from from within, bro. The line. You know what I'm saying? If you want your defense it, to be dude. good, bro, I can have average corners and average safeties, bro. If I got an elite D-line, bro, listen, you you know what's going right. to happen. Now, my overall defense still going to be number one, two, or three, even with average corners and safeties, bro, because they getting Damn. that so fast, you ain't got enough time to even do nothing. You feel mm-hmm. me? Right. Damn. You make yeah. some good points, though, bro. Mm-hmm. Damn, if so I get do. to you quick, you know, so quick, bro, if I'm getting to you two two seconds and shit like this, bro, what what can you do? I don't care who over there, who you got. If I'm getting yeah. to you too quick, bro, it's dead, bro. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. thing yeah. on the other side, bro. No good front line. Mm-hmm. Not running the ball. Now nah, it's on the quarterback shoulders. What you gonna do? You yeah. know what I'm saying? We we got him one dimensional. What yeah. you gonna do? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Now you get your stout front line. Now I can run the ball and, and work off of play action. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Now what? Now, now, now I can get dynamic on you. You don't know what we're gonna do. We we got the defense on their heels. So yeah, bro, yeah. I'm gonna stay always going with that. Bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what's up though. That's what's up though. What about what about you, uh, Will? Most glaring need for the Steelers? Man, when, I think. Uh, well, we just got us a conference coordinator. I, I believe in Arthur Smith. I, I, I like what he did when he was with uh, Tennessee. 
Matter of fact, he did a pretty decent job with Atlanta. Atlanta ain't got nothing over there, but that tight end, now that, that rookie running back, and that's it. I mean, nobody else can think of nothing else Atlanta got going on over there. So, I, man, I like what we got with that. I said quarterback now. We need a quarterback, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in belief for Kenny Pickett. I'm not. After his rookie season, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we might have some. Let me see how year two goes. Mm-hmm. He 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 fell in his face year two. I mean, we went all the way down to the third string quarterback to see if we can make something happen. So we need a we need a quarterback. I hope we go out and get somebody like a Kirk Cousins. Um, I don't know all the quarterbacks that's going to be a free agent this season, but I imagine it's not going to be a large pool of talent. Uh, so it's going to be Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. There's a lot of names I've been hearing. Um, so we get a quarterback, man. We good. We just a quarterback away. We got the we got the D line. We got the offensive line. I mean, you see how Najee running that ball, Jalen Warren running that ball. We got the wide receivers, JGP. You got Deontay Johnson. I mean, we balling. I mean, we got corners. Uh, Joy Porter Jr. had an outstanding rookie season, voted All Pro. Pat you know, P you back there, the leader, standout wide receiver over there with, with your boy nah. on the side of him. I, I think I think we good, man. I think we good. Because uh, the thing about it, we good there too. We got Pat Fryer move. He just didn't get off, man, because quarterbacks ain't looking his way. Um, and then we got the 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 rookie from uh, Georgia that we drafted. Um, uh, dang, I forgot his name. But we got the rookie what from Georgia. Play? Tight end, the tight end from Georgia. Oh, um, okay, I know you talking about. Yeah, the black dude. The black dude. Yeah, Darnell, yeah, 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 yeah. Darnell Jones or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Something like that. Washington. 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 Okay, Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we got Donnell Washington. Yeah, so we got Donnell Washington. And then we got Cam Hayward, little brother, too. Connor Hayward. So he the third okay. tight end. Yeah. So so we we got it, man. We just need a quarterback, man. That's all yeah. we need is a quarterback. And I do not want to see Kenny Pickett. We won underneath center. I don't want to see that. We tried it. it, it oh, failed. Mitchell Tabisky. Definitely. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm with Stephen A. Smith. He don't need to be in the league. Do you see when he get in the game? Like he don't need to be in the league, bro. Like he need to be somebody high school football coach somewhere. Like, nah. Hell we nah, just man. get us a quarterback. That's all we meet. That's all we miss a quarterback. I said corner, maybe another corner. Um, because I don't know what we're gonna do with Levi Wallace. He was our number two corner. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. If we're gonna bring him back. To me, I wouldn't bring him back. What about the safety. Uh, I think we're pretty all right with safety. But we can we can use another safety. So I say anything for sure a quarterback. If we get a quarterback, yeah, sure, we, yeah. yeah, we're gonna be solidified. But to just to patch up a few other rooms, give us a corner, give us another uh, strong safety because Manka got that free safety locked up. But yeah, 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 yeah. Give yeah, us yeah, another definitely. strong yeah. safety to pair with Manka, and then give us give Joy Porter another corner on the other side. Which look out look out for this name right here, Corey Trace Jr. He was our other. Rookie corner with Joey Porter Jr. that was supposed to start this season, but what he, he ended up, I think, tearing his meniscus or something like that in training camp. So, but he's another tall wide receiver. I think he's like six four, something like like that. Kind of like a Cam Chancellor built, built in a sense, but at corner. So, keep eye on that boy. I, I got hopes of him. He might be the number two guy. Okay, yeah. That's what's up? So let's uh let's talk about some NBA talk, man. I got some some stuff out here and. I'm going to fuck y'all head up here real quick. Oh, shit. So this is the first one, though. I'm going to talk about my team real quick. I don't know if y'all seen this right here. <laughs> y'all see that, right? Oh, y'all see that, right? Y'all see it? No, no, no. He didn't get traded. I'm going to hide this right quick. No, I'm going to let y'all read it. Where it says, uh, 
The Magics are uh, interested in the guards, Chris Paul, who is reported on the trade block heading into the NBA, into the uh, free agency. So um, what y'all thoughts on uh, CP3 possibly going to the Orlando Magic? Is this a good move for the Magic? <laughs> Hell no. CP, man. Uh, you he know, can't I don't want to say nothing bad, man. Go he ahead, man. This is Copilot's podcast, man. You speak your mind on here, bro. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm talking about far as his legacy, dog. But, man, you know your boy Wash, man. For real, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> I tell you, I mean, boy Wash. <laughs> you couldn't work, it work with Golden State. It couldn't work with the Phoenix Suns with Durant. Bro, come on. It's over with, dog. So, yeah, hang it up. Nah, I, I, hey, you I know what? Tell CP3 to go ahead on and tie the shoes and throw them on That's the power it. lines, man. It's That's over it. With. <laughs> that's it. Damn, dog. Y'all, 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 that's how y'all do you boy, dog. I, I, I listen, hate to have listen. to do it to him. I hate I, to bro, I everything do it he to just him. said. He can't he can't play 30 games. He can't even get 30 games out of him. Now he Bro, you got IQ. Durant and Book, bro. That's I don't hey. I don't yeah, know man, what to he, say after that, dog. Yeah, he it's his <laughs> health. It's really his health. It's not really it's really just a health thing with me with him. It's health, man. This dude, he's not lasting 30 games, bro. Like, he's not. I'm sorry. He just let it on. He like AD. They, they yeah, don't last, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, challenge dog, there, like, yeah, Damn, like bro, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't got no, no hope, no, dog. No hope, D. No, no hope. No hope chance. He's a paper cut, up. man. He out for, yeah, for, yeah, paper for cut. half a season. Yeah, he paper cut. Yeah. Damn, bro. Damn, bro. I'm the only dog. CP, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. I got you. I got you, bro. They don't believe in you, bro. They don't believe in my boy. So this, I gotta, I gotta push back to y'all, bro. Ain't nothing I can do with him, though. Yeah. This, okay. This is my thing. So I look at like this. Okay, we know Chris, Chris Paul is not the guy no more. He ain't the guy. We know that. But a leader in a locker room. Look what he was able to do with that OKC team. Everybody, did, when he got traded to OKC that year, dog, nobody thought they was going to the playoffs that year. Nobody did. They not only went to the playoffs that year, they took um, Houston to, to, a, to a game seven. So, hey, hey, you got I, I, mean, I just feel like the time, leadership aspect. You, know, you got something that's called father time, man. You know. Right. Man. Been the two teams but, but Joe, that, look bro, at the team it. you named, though. You named the Houston Rockets. Come on now. They trash, too. Okay, okay, okay. You got a point, though. He yeah. you got a point, though. That's a point. That was because round, okay. I just I just look at it like, okay, we know what Chris Paul is. And I guess maybe because, because you know, you might be a fan of a person so much. Like, because I like Chris Paul. I'm a big, a big fan of the, I wouldn't want to see his career go out like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the way it's going. It's just, but, exactly. but, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's just, but I do feel like if he was to go to the Orlando Magic with Pablo Banchero, I think he could kind of help a young team, maybe not really contribute, but at least get them guys playing at the, yeah, the I, 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 I love. I'll give you that. I'll give yeah. you that. Okay. I'll give you that coaching-wise, yeah, but do I believe it's a good move? <laughs> do, I, do I believe in making a trade for that? No. Now, if you were to ask, is this a good move to make in free agency? Yes, because we can get them under league minimum. 
salary that's not going to really, you know, touch our cap, and we can still go get some other players. But you're talking about a trade, though. So that means they're y'all giving up something to get him. And Golden State, you know, that's the most expensive franchise as far as spending money. So, you know, they're going to want something big. You might have, I don't know. They might come after your boy over there, uh, the Power Four. Uh, last name start with a P. I forgot his name, though. Come on, Gerald. Yeah, Banchero. Talk about Banchero. Like, hey man, y'all want Chris Paul? Y'all got to slide him over here. We 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 can't give him up, Banchero. We'll give you we'll give you Markel. We'll give you Markel folks. Maybe a second round draft pick next year draft and then some cash consideration. Get the fuck on. Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm Markel saying? folks still in the league. Yep, he's still in the league. He played for Orlando. Yeah, I'm a big Orlando Magic fan, so that's why I brought that up because I was like, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, so yeah, he still played for Orlando Magic. So Markel folks still in the league. He on the trade block though. But I'm finna fuck y'all head up with this one right here, though. Okay, let's go. Oh, I can't see it happening. You can't see that? I'm gonna pull no, it down. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna take the banner down. I can't say that. I can't never hey, say that. If he LeBron go, James anything live would happen. This dude, bro. LeBron James goes to the Knicks. They going. They win this. They win the championship. It says. Now this is from this is from Hot Hoops. Now salute the Hot Hoops. Them boys be looking out for. They be giving me all that exclusive shit. Um. Breaking, uh, LeBron James is sending a message to the Knicks. According to ESPN, Brian Windhorst was seen with a New York Knicks towel in the past day and reportedly would welcome a trade to the Knicks. Hold on. LeBron will? Yep. They will. They're saying Brian Windhorst, yeah, yeah. that's his boy. Yeah. 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 Of, of course LeBron will. He tired of AD shit. He tired of him lasting longer than AD and AD like 10 years younger than him. Like... <laughs> well, not literally ten years longer than him, but I'm just saying though, like AD like eight years younger than this man, and he lasted longer than him. they say. LeBron is in shape more than majority of the league, right? Yeah. Like until you saw his nigga toes. Oh, I didn't say that. Until you saw this dude toes. <laughs> yeah, it was, you believe it now, but I'm just saying, like, if LeBron go to the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. Uh, Randall, uh, Josh Hart, man, them boys gonna ball out over there. Like they already balling. You had LeBron to that? Oh my god! Like, yeah, what you think? I do it. I do it. If I'm LeBron, I do it. And marketing makes sense too, because that's the Garden. Yeah. The question is, do I think he he can get traded up? Right. I mean, it's possible. You know, anything is possible with him. <laughs> he can really kind of control the narrative if you really want to be, you know, real with this. Now. this we talking about the GOAT, so, uh, you know, yeah, it's possible, bro. I wouldn't rule that yeah. out. Anything yeah. with him, any team with him. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say when it comes to LeBron James, man, is that obviously he always want to compete. And I don't, this year, the way the Lakers been playing, they – they're 25, 2016, they right at 500. And we don't know if there's the switch gonna come on. Last year, remember, they was playing like yeah. this last year, and then after the trade deadline, they made some trades, went on a run, and waited to the Western Conference Finals. I don't right. think that's gonna happen this year. The way it's high season going. So I don't know if LeBron see the writing on the wall, like, man, you know what? I done tried this shit with AD. Shit ain't working. Let me just go ahead, get somewhere. Where at least I know if my son get drafted, I can go play with him for a year. 
maybe New York might be a, a place that he can play with his sons. Um, I was gonna bring that up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like you say, man, he he's not gonna even really retire until his son come out of USC and come into the NBA. After right. he play a year with him in the NBA, he already done announced right. that. So that's right. You know, we we know he's gonna be in the league again. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know, man. man. It just that I came think up. The Lakers actually straight, bro. I think they can turn it on, bro. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they seem actually a little bit better than last year. Yeah, but you know what though? They, got a they are better shooting. Shooting wise, they way better than they was yeah, last they year. Got they got support cast. Yeah. I just think it is but, AD. He got to stay healthy, and I think they can, they can, they can do it. They can make some noise. They definitely respectable, bro. And they, they, I believe they can turn it on. And I'm not even a, uh, I'm a Phoenix Sun fan, so you are. But we'll say that one for a different chapter. Oh yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, man, man. I don't, I don't. God Almighty. I don't, I don't see the trade happening though, unless New York would have to give up a first. A first round pick and probably Julius Randle for LeBron to come over there. But Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Lakers, I don't see her letting that happen because she literally, LeBron literally runs the Lakers, yo. Do you understand that? He's yeah. not even the owner and he runs the organization. You remember back yeah. when they was letting LeBron literally hand picking his team? Yeah, I told you. Into that experiment yeah. stopped working? That's anywhere you go, bro. I'm just saying though, they like Jeannie Buzz really gave that man the keys yeah, to the yeah. to the franchise. Like Miami didn't do that. Miami did it. They respect the Wade. They do that with Wade. So it's like, okay, yeah. Wade, you cool with it? Wade was like, yeah, I'm gonna let him leave. All right, cool. LeBron, whatever you say, we're gonna do it. But Ray, we're gonna make sure we cross reference with you first. Cleveland, they definitely didn't do it. That's why he loved Cleveland. You know, because it was a lot of other stuff going on with him and the organization. The Lakers, is, if you you look at it, is like the first team that literally, as soon as he stepped on ground, here's the keys. Like, there you go. There's the keys to Ferrari. Like, oh, you, you want the Maybach today? There you go, LeBron. Like, matter of fact, you ain't even got to come up here to get it. We would send it to you. Like, Jeannie Buss yeah, is all nah. about LeBron. Like, that's the first owner – and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the first owner of all the teams he played for that really gave him the keys to the franchise, like for real, like. Besides, I never, think Cleveland though, you ain't gonna. You, you yeah, I think Cleveland like, kind of gave him when a little he first bit. Came I, out when he first yeah, came we, back. Yeah. When the young LeBron. Oh yeah, when yeah. he first came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he first came back, yes, yes, they mm -hmm. did. But then it's like that was to make up for the first run. You right. Know what I'm saying? Cause he didn't leave Cleveland on a good note when he left the first time. So and then until he came back. Yeah. So I I don't see her doing that with probably coming at a high price. And because it's coming at a high price, the trade ain't gonna happen. I feel you. So let's New talk York about got something good. Yeah. So let's talk about injuries and stuff. And, and uh we, this this is good because we're talking about AD, we're talking about these guys get hurt like Chris Paul, low management. Um that's a big topic of the discussion. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys been following, but Joel Embiid, he got fined by the NBA like last week because oh. he was wasn't on the injury report. Like he was he was a healthy scratch pretty much. They basically like 10 minutes before the game put him on an injury report for an undisclosed injury. He got fined. Then the next week, this week, he got hurt and now he had to have surgery on his knee. And the reason behind that was he said 
because of the NBA with the load management with the 65 game rule. And mm-hmm. he had to play so many games for the awards. My right. question to you guys is, do you think load management is an issue? And do you see what you see is the way forward for this? I, I like the, uh, I like the approach the lead took because over the past, what I say 45 years and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, a lot of players are just taking games off, and you got people. You got what you got to understand is like what well, well, people got. Well, players got to understand is it's 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 two sides of this coin of you playing this game. One side is you looking at it as, hey, I don't want to get hurt and get some of these Paul George type of injuries, um, or uh, get some of these these I don't know KD type of injuries where these guys is is out for seasons like. Well, a year out for a year to a year and a half. So I'm trying to save my body for the playoffs. But at the same time, I want to get my accolades and my awards. But it's like people, the other side to the coin is people are planning out when they're trying to attend games because you just can't wait until today to pay for tomorrow's game because it's going to be so hot. You got other people who's booking flights and stuff like that, planning, and they do all of that. They get to the game and you're not playing. So it was like, why do I? Why did I spend all this money coming yeah. to L.A. and I don't even get to see Braun? I see Braun on the bench with all his jewelry on. Like, I don't want to see that. I want to see LeBron coming in here doing the tomahawk slam, doing the LeBron, you know what I mean, celebration after some crazy mm-hmm. mess, yelling at the crowd, doing the Magic Johnson purge with the, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see that Braun. I ain't trying to see the Lebron. The, I know I I ain't came to see billionaire Lebron. I came to see the player Lebron. Like, yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? So I I feel like the league rule when they said these guys got to play is it 65 games now? Yep. Yeah, I feel like that's fair because that's yeah. that's two thirds of the season. It's 82 games, so that's that's down there two thirds of the season. That's fair. What's your thoughts, D? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm right there with you. They ain't doing it as much as like they did last year with the Kawhi Leonard and all. They just kept just chilling on the bench, man. I mean, everybody was doing. It. They they do they're a little better with it this year, but yeah, the yeah. 65 thing. And then what else I was gonna say? Yeah, man, dog. Back in the G, man, you know Jordan, them boys ain't do this here, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, bro, y'all looking soft a little bit, bro. Like, bro, just go ball, bro. These people paying, but you getting millions, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just my take on it, bro, for real. You know, just- bro, I agree with all both of y'all yeah. saying that, man. And, and and this is the thing, too. I've been in the military for over 20 years, man. And if you look at sports, it's sort of like a microcosm of society, in a sense. And I've been in the military for this long, and I look at myself in the sense of not saying I'm great like LeBron, but how long LeBron been in the league? He's been in the league for a long time. I've been in the military a long time. And I can see both of us, we're both still at a high level. Like, I'm at a high-level fitness. Like, we do the Army ACFT. I'm getting like a 530, max 600. And I'm 41 years old. And then you got guys that's younger than me. They can't even get – they're getting like – 330. I'm like, bro, you like 18, 19 years old, bro. You're supposed to be like, your score should be higher than mine. You get what I'm saying? But um, but these guys, man, they're just not in shape. The, the, the younger generation, they're just not in shape as the old generation. That's my whole take on it. Yeah, they lazy, bro, to me. Yeah. 
They're very lazy, yeah. man. It's just crazy that you think a guy like LeBron age, you would think he would be the old man. I remember like back in the day, I first started watching the NBA and um, like Moses Malone was still playing. But yeah. when he was at that age, Moses Malone was like, you could, you could, you could tell he was older, an older NBA vet. He was coming off the bench. He wasn't playing that many minutes. It was like, all right, yeah, he 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 old timer. But now you got these old timers, man. It seemed like the old, the older players are your more fit players in the NBA. And it's just like you said, uh, D man, them boy lazy, man. Yeah. They ain't got that work ethic like, you know, the old school, man. They uh, played the whole season. Ain't no load management. Ain't nobody know what that was. Everybody suited up, man, tied up their shoes and went and ball whip Chamberlain. We talking about all these people, you know what I'm saying? So Right. <laughs> Bill Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. These players got to stop that, man, because I, I be yeah. hating that, man. I be like Stephen A. Smith. Like, bro, you getting paid millions. Get yeah. your butt out there and play. Like, come on, dog. Like, people, I don't miss my car payment and my first month rent because I, I want to save this money because I really want to say before I go out, before God calls me home, I want to go see LeBron James play. And you mean to tell me I did all of that, come out there to see LeBron James play, and LeBron James didn't play for undisclosed reasons, but he's still yeah. at the game? Yeah. Like, come on yeah. now. Like, oh, and there's millions of people who's in the, who's in situations like that. Like, they're sacrificing a couple of bills so they can go uh, see their favorite player play from their yeah. team. there's a lot of people so, that do that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Shoot, yeah. some dudes sacrificing some money for child support. Dude would yeah. rather go on the Anything. run. You never know what to yeah. You don't know why he's... That's real shit, though. That's real shit. Go see we... LeBron James and go see him dunk. And do the Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm to, you know, that's it's like, man, y'all got to stop that, man. I, I get it, but it's like at the same time, y'all getting compensated, well compensated, and a lot of people who sit in those stands that doesn't have court side seat or seats close to the court side seat, and they're making these sacrifices to come see you, and you not being there. I can't even get the autograph for his for his jersey, the jersey he wore. Like, I want to get the jersey off your back. Like, I want to be one of them guys. Who running down there to go get that jersey? So I can hang it up on my wall with the LeBron James sweat and rather doing the picture frame. Like, yeah, I was there, you know. Right. And I can't do that because you're not playing. Yeah. And I, I can't even get your shoes, your your sleeve. You know, they be throwing the accessories. You can't even throw. You ain't going to throw me that, <laughs> that Louis Vuitton <laughs> coat you got on. Yeah. Or that hat. You know what I'm saying? For real, like, man. I feel you, man. I mean, at Hell least nah. if they wasn't playing, they throw the Louis out. Like, all right, I ain't playing, but here go the hat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you ain't throwing none of that out. So it's like, shoot, I need to go play. Make make it worth my while. You know, like, shoot. That's what's up, though. Yeah. So we're gonna finish off the, the 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 rest of the show the segment of rivals and departures. So I know it's y'all both y'all for uh time first times on there. So arrivals basically mean they doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, departures mean, hey man, hey, 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 on the on the way down. So I'm gonna kick this thing off with. We're gonna start off with the arrivals first, and my arrivals for this week are the LA Clippers. LA Clippers mm-hmm. right now are they up and coming, man? Like right now, Tyloo got the oh. boys playing real good, man. We this the best we've seen James Harden play on a on a company team. I'm talking about mm-hmm. right now. The Clippers are the team to beat in the yes. West. They are the team to beat. And, 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 and <laughs> this is probably their best chance to make it to the finals this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this, this is, they they got to do it. They got to do it. Westbrook looking good, my boy. 
Yeah, you looking good. So, what's your arrival for this week, uh, D? You know, if you got one, uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I ain't really got a rival. You know, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm just watching my sons, man. I'm, I'm locked in on Bill and them, man. You know, okay, <laughs> okay, ready to come at whoever. You know, what I'm saying the way we, we, hey, you know what? We need, we need a real traditional point guard, though. I feel like too, though. Okay, you know, but I, that's all I'm really. I ain't really locked in on a rival, but I am the side at the side of my eye. I'm watching them Clippers. I've been locked in on them like a, a few weeks, yeah. probably about a month now. I've been watching. I said, "Oh, yeah. they starting to figure it out now." They starting to figure it out. It really is. It really is, yeah, man. man. It's like, man, because when they cause when they first signed when they first signed uh, James Harden, it ain't look good. Everybody yeah, was like, "See, good. but I knew it did not look good." Yeah, but it got it looking good now, man. Like it, it looking like the team to beat this year. I ain't gonna even cap. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna just go ahead and start with my departure because I know my boy, uh, Will. Oh, he wanna, he wanna, he oh. wanna chime in on his departure today. Uh, so my departure for this week. Oh, I'm gonna get my last arrival real quick. My last arrival, the NFL man, the NFL. No, it's the marketing motherfucking genius. Mm-hmm. They will open up the 2024 season in Brazil this year. Uh, I think the uh. 49ers or somebody opening up over there and the Eagles or something like that. They opened up over there, over there in, uh, in Brazil, man. Just like the NFL know how to bring the mark, the global, the world. They, they, they the best at it. As far as all the competitive sports around the world, I think the NFL is. And so for them to be able to get that in Brazil, I think that's pretty dope. They're going to be playing mm-hmm. across what they say next year, about four different countries. So <clears throat> pretty dope. Um, but I'm going to move into the departures, man. And I'm gonna let my boy uh uh Shaq uh tag along and then if you wanna say chime in on this too, uh D you can as well. Okay. The departure for this week is Le'Veon Bell. And here's why I gave Le'Veon Bell, because Le'Veon, you did all that shit with the mm-hmm. Steelers. You sat there and you hold that, you sat there and gave them, they tried to give you a sweet deal. You you thought you was better than what you was. Went went to the damn the damn Jets and flopped. Then you went to the Chiefs, <laughs> got to the little Super Bowl ring or whatever, but you, you ain't even in the league no more. Now you on IG Twitter talking about you want to make a return. There's only one team you want to come to, you want to come oh, home no, that's to. Dead, man. Stop. Still, them, them boys ain't fucking with you. They not nah. fucking with you, Le'Veon, nah. dog. They is not fucking with you, man. And, and, and that's my departure for this week, man. I know Will, he a big Steelers fan. And when I called him to do the show, um, uh, yeah, I knew he wanted, he had a lot to say about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he cut out. You got you got something to say about it, uh, about a Le'Veon situation, D? Like I said, man, I'm, 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 he's another one, man. You know, we, I hate to jump back and forth from the NFL to the NBA. He's but another Washington. He's another Washington. I'm done. I'm, I've been. <laughs> I liked it, man. I, I thought he was all the way at the top, man, with elite, man, when he was, you know, doing his thing. But, you know, I felt like can't nobody run behind blocks like him. You know, it's just, it, you know, everybody, like you say, father time, that's all, man. Yeah, I, I agree, man. It's, it's father time with him, man. I just think with him is that 
he want to try to make it right with Pittsburgh because he know how he how he left. And mm-hmm. I think for him, him trying to sign back with the Steelers is a little bit of closure to try to close that chapter in his career. But it's like, bro, dog, like you messed up, man. Like it's just like you know, um, you you ain't um you ain't there. So I mean, it is what it is, man. But um. Closing thoughts, man. You got any closing thoughts, D? Yeah, you know, it's always Duval. Should we die over here, man? You you know where I, I is. See, man. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, Duval here too, man. And I want to appreciate you, bro, coming on the show, man. Spending your hour with me, man. It's really mm-hmm. much appreciate you, man. We got to get your co-pilot t-shirt, man. I know Greg. Um, he'll get you get with you on that, and I'm gonna make sure you get you that cold pilot t shirt, man, for supporting and rocking with us, man. Oh, he just came back in the chat. All right, yeah, man. My fault, man. My phone died right there, right when I was about to go in. They know I'm about to go in on Le'Veon. Okay, <laughs> but, <listen. laughs> but here's the thing, man. As a Steelers fan, it's like, man, you can't be begging to come back after not nobody don't want you. You dried up, you washed up. He's yeah. like, bro. He just said the I, same I, thing, I, dog. He just said the same yeah. thing. <laughs> like, yeah, like, bro. Like, yeah, he, I liked I him understand. when he was live with it. He, he, I felt like he was, man. D- 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 you know <laughs> that one, man. You know what I'm saying? I felt because can't nobody run behind blocks like him, man. He, he, bro. He, he, he don't. He don't just hit the hole like some of these young running backs, bro. That, but that, that, that. You know, he, he really wet. They, they set things up for him. And he just he patient, bro. You hear patient runner, and I like that, bro. It's you know what I'm saying. That's smartness to me, bro. Like a patient mm-hmm. runner like that. But I don't really see too many patient runners like that no more. All the young ones now, they really like just hit the A gap, B gap. They hit it full fledged. Ain't nobody, you know. They want to see who who hitting it the hardest. But um, yeah, I'm I'm done with Olavion, man. Ain't too much. Money, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done with Olavion too because a lot of people didn't notice, but. The contract situation with Le'Veon is, which everybody knew back then, the Steelers we was cheap. Now, now we got this. We got this dude sitting in this chair, and he's the con artist, man. Uh, <laughs> he he's spending that money. He is spending that money. But anyways, get back on Le'Veon Bell, bro. Here's the thing about it, bro. Which I've been trying to tell a lot of people this, and they was getting on me about, oh yeah, I don't pay nobody, Le'Veon. That's why Le'Veon Bell leaving. Here's the thing. We offer this man a seventy, a five-year, seventy million dollar contract. All right, he didn't come. He didn't want to sign that. He felt like he should get wide receivers' numbers based off the amount of catches he was getting per season, which he was getting way more than the average running back was doing the NFL during that time span. He was getting wide receiver like numbers instead of he had one season he had like five hundred plus receptions. Another season he had like six hundred. But it's like, bro. That's your game. That's how you marry yourself. You see how you see how Debo Samuel handling his situation when it came for that contract? It's like Debo was like, nah, man. I'm gonna be straight wide receiver. I'm not getting behind that line no more and running that ball. Le'Veon, you you kept running that ball because that's what you wanted to do. When we talk about the touches, he had two seasons where he had four hundred touches. That's because mm-hmm. you wanted to touch the rock that yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah. Ain't like we didn't have nobody coming behind you. You had James Conner coming up. James Conner was was every time he got in the game for two or three plays, he always had like a twenty yard rush. You could have said, "Hey, hey, top, hey, Coach T," which is the players' coach. Everybody knows that. Hey, Coach T, 
Let me get uh, how about uh, James Conner get some of these carries a little bit so I can reserve my body. So you you we offer you the seventy million. You didn't take it. Then we franchise tag you, which was fourteen point five million dollars guaranteed. So if you would have signed the franchise tag, then you would have turned around and signed the seventy because the seventy million dollar deal didn't come off the table when we franchise tag. It still stayed there. That would have been the eighty-five million you could have made the next five years. But you thinking you about to set the bank like Ezekiel Elliott did, and you listening to your agent and your agent talking that cash money only for you to accept a lesser deal when you went to the Jets. They offered him fifty-two million for four years, only twenty-five million guaranteed. That made Le'Veon Bell the third highest-paid running back in the in the league that year. Mm. So you went over there, and then you went over there to a head coach who didn't even want you. The GM brought you over there. The head coach didn't want you. He was just the head coach, the same person who got you up out of New York because you wasn't doing nothing. And now he wants to admit, yeah, the grass wasn't green on the other side. Well, we've been trying to tell you that, bro. Like, there's only a few franchises that the the, the fans and the franchises itself is real loyal to you. Steelers is one of them. Jacksonville is another one. You know, so it's like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? You turned down $85 million for a $52 million deal with $25 million guaranteed? Tell me how that makes sense. Come on now. And what people don't realize, it's a trend with the Steelers. It's like a curse. Everybody who was a good player with the Steelers and they try to go somewhere else don't ever have the career that they had when they was with the Steelers. A.B. is an exception because A.B. had Tom. Tom got A.B. in Tampa. Nobody wanted A.B. in Tampa but Tom. So they respected Tom and he won that Super Bowl with Tom. Juju... Another one. Nobody wanted Juju. Nobody wanted Juju after Juju after we was done with Juju. But Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes revived the man career. But you see what type yeah. of season he just had with uh, New England. Nothing. There's a reason why these guys thrive in this system over here with the Pittsburgh Steelers because we we're a player friendly franchise. We're going to cater this to our players. Everywhere else they ain't going to really do that. They're going to cater that to how they see fit. So. For you to wait years later to apologize, you should apologize when you when you went to New York and you saw firsthand it wasn't like that. Cause that's what he's saying now. Yeah, when I first got to New York, man, I didn't like how they was doing this. I didn't like how they were doing that. Well, maybe if you would have said something, we probably would have brought you back. But we could have brought we would have surely traded for them right then and there. Cause hey, they gave you fifty two million, way less than the eighty five we was about to give you. So we would have brought you back. But now you want to wait till you washed up, and now you're trying to go on your your thank you tour. And think you about to come up over here? No, sir. No, stay up on that couch, on that jet ski that you was on that season that you was boycotting. Her. Stay up on that jet ski and that couch, man, because we you washed up. You you washed up, son. Not, it's all not good. The jet ski and the couch. The jet ski because he he was on the jet ski happily, man, posting it and stuff, riding up the jet ski while he ain't even with us. And it's like, dang, bro, we offer you eighty five million. Like when Ezekiel Elliott set the new bank. Matter of fact, it was Christian. No, it was Zeke first. Zeke got the ninety million dollar deal, ninety million dollar deal, and then Christian McCaffrey got the hundred million dollar deal. But that's because Zeke was at a franchise. They they the richest franchise in sports. Like the Cowboys are worth more than any other sports franchise, and that's a fact. The boys worth almost ten billion dollars. Everybody else worth about three four. So they got that money over there, but. Come on, man. Christian McCaffrey, he literally earned it. The dude, I mean, balled the freak out at every level imaginable. And it's amazing what he done in the league. But it's like, come on, Le'Veon. Come on, man. 
AB too. AB another one. Uh, you remember Joe? I was telling you about how AB had posted that picture of him in his right. uniform, talking about "Come get me, come get me." Right. No, we ain't come to get you, nor Le'Veon Bell. The Killer Bees is done. You see what been at? Like we good. Right. So, so yeah, man. That's good though. Well, yeah, man. Um, I want to uh, thank you for coming on, man, and getting off of that, man, off your chest, man, with the Steelers. Oh yeah. We, we 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 definitely appreciate it, man. And like I was telling Doval D, like he dropped, finally dropped off or oh, whatnot. So okay, yeah, he dropped off. He like he dropped off. Uh, so um, with that being said, man, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Copas episode episode thirty eight, man. It's your boy Joe, and let's get it. And we out. Peace. Appreciate it, man.